0: Hello everyone and welcome to Tansas TALK, the world's only English language program focusing primarily on Hungarian folk music. I am Kalman Magyar Uchi, Speaking to you from Southern Studios in Naples, Florida, episodes of TANCHAZ TALK, which combine a mix of music and stories delivered by yours truly, are available as always on tansas.com that's T-A-N-C-H-A-Z.com. Or on YouTube, just search Tanza's Talk and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Today we have an episode of Tanza's Talk Interviews. This is where I delve into long-form interviews with a wide array of guests. Episodes of Tansha's Talk Interviews are available on all popular podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify podcast stores. Make sure you subscribe and leave a nice review if you like what you hear. Now, today's episode is part of the Tansas Talk Masterclass series, where I go full-on folk nerd in depth as I geek out, uh, exploring the minutia of various aspects of Hungarian folk music with one of Hungary's leading experts on the subject. And that would be none other than my good friend, the Shoma Sholomon from Hungary Shoma is a lecturer at the Liszt Academy of Music in Budapest and one of Hungary's most in-demand fabulous folk musicians and teachers and I'm very very lucky to have the ability to pick his brain uh, during the master class series um, again, it's rare to find someone who speaks uh, English so well and also speaks the language of Hungarian folk music so well. Now, I lost last had Shoma on the podcast back in March 2021 in the first uh, uh, installment of this Masterclass series. If you haven't yet, it might make sense to go back to listen to that episode before delving into this one. In, in that prior episode, we investigated the genesis of Hungarian folk music research, which we're going to continue with today. We started by uh, peeling off the layers of ethnomusicology, and Shoma explains what that means. We identified early researchers of Hungarian folk music in the 19th century, and then we went into the 20th century as we uh, listened to uh, the great Béla vicar's first ever phonograph recording of Hungarian folk music, and we heard about the remarkable coincidental encounter between a young woman who knew how to sing and Béla Bartók, who might be the most renowned and famous collector of Hungarian folk music. That encounter propelled Mr. Bartók into into being a great proponent of Hungarian folk music he became. In our prior episode, we stopped short of getting really deeply into uh, Béla Bartók's work. Uh, He's a world-famous composer, of course, whose compositions have been played in concert halls and opera houses, Throughout the world, some of his works you might have heard of um, include his opera Bluebeard's Castle, his ballet The Miraculous Mandarin, as well as his multiple concertos for violin, piano, even for viola, and well beyond that, of course. Now, but uh, you know, for us folk junkies, the life of Bela Bartok will always be associated with his prolific work in researching, collecting, and categorizing Hungarian folk music. And I would say that for those Hungarians living in North America, Bartók has uh, even a further special place in our hearts as he settled in New York in 1940 and lived his last years in Manhattan, where he died uh, at the age of 61 in the year 1945. Now Professor uh, Shoma Shalomon is uniquely situated to speak about Bartók's research since his doctoral exploration has focused on Bartók. I'm very, very excited to speak about Bartok's work today with Shoma, who I'm honored to welcome back on the program. Hello, Shoma.
1: Hello, it's so nice to hear you again. Yes, yes, I
0: know. Everyone says that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Hey, Shoma, um, since we... That's la- a kind of
1: polite introduction, you know.
0: Yeah, well, it is. Nice to hear you. Nice to see you. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, Some
1: say we Hungarians are not polite enough. I doubt that. No. We are.
0: Well, you are for sure, uh, <laughs> Shoma. Um, yeah. Since we last spoke, I I, I think your doctoral work um, is wrapping up soon. Uh, what uh, what is its focus, and what's the what's the status right now of your doctoral work?
1: Oh, yeah, I hope uh, indeed. I hope I am uh, just reaching the finish line. Uh, my doctoral dissertation is oven fresh and ready and was submitted in May and uh, now it's uh, under careful inspection by uh, by the opponents mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it will be def- defended or uh, at least I'm going to try to defend it at the end of September along with my uh, doctoral concert which I have to perform as well in Least Academy along by the way with fellow musician and very very good friend and also uh, a doctor to be hopefully Otilla Miho mm. uh, who's a, a wonderful uh, violin uh, player and uh, yeah so uh, the opus magnum or opus minor I don't know so the the, <laughs> yeah. the dissertation itself it's actually ready and uh, so I am uh, just waiting for the for the for the proper opinions and and for for the time to prepare my 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 defense for great. it, great, great. So that's
0: that. You that's know, we all, when, when we watch a um, football game, the the big cheer yeah. that we go is defense, defense. So yeah. I'll be you know I'll I'll be going to list uh, in September and yeah, cheering yeah, in the yeah. back.
1: Actually, it's open. It's <laughs> open. you 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 can come. You can oh. come and shout. You okay. Know, yes, twenty fourth of sep- September, uh, I think it's scheduled on twenty fourth of September, but wonderful. But I don't know.
0: So the next time we speak, we'll you, you, you hopefully you'll have it in hand. Now, Shoma, what's the what's the title? The focus uh, of of that uh, research.
1: Okay. Actually, my title is pretty long. Actually, even in Hungarian, not to mention English. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, perhaps Fozak, Olby, you know, from Heveder told me that. Uh, it's so good. It, it 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 fitted it into to to four lines, only four <laughs> lines. So it's 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 a pretty long channel, uh, 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 which is inter-ethnic and aerial relations. Aerial. Uh, it's a little bit uh, perhaps it's a not well-known word. It's uh, from aerial linguistics. So I don't know. Uh, you know when you investigate on the on the differences in a in a certain area and between. Uh, certain locations within that area, so that's aerial. Okay. okay. Interethnic and aerial relations in the flute tune stock of Bartok's 1914 field recording trip in Moroștora County of Transylvania. Ah. Well. That was a th- that was a title actually.
0: That's a title. So, um, interethnic and aerial. So so, that kind of throws us right into the the. the the work of Bartok. Now um, and, and, and it is a, so your doctor works about Bartok. Again, as I mentioned at the intro, you know you're uniquely situated to speak about this because you've, you've been living with this topic for many years now uh, as you've been focusing on this work. Um, Bartok uh, was born in 1881 and then we had this at the age of 23 in 1904 is when he heard this CK handmaiden. Singing a beautiful song when he was on vacation um, up north, right?
1: Yep, in Galiza Pusto, It was in Galiza Pusta, mm-hmm. uh, which is not in Transylvania actually, but uh, uh, it's around. Uh, is it
0: Slovakia like uh, today?
1: In today Slovakia, yes, it. Yeah. It's. Uh, uh and now it it belongs to the Slovakian city rodku or Ratkova in Slovakia okay. so uh, it's it's around uh, or or not far from Banská Bistrica in Slovakia and uh and Bartok uh, was hanging around there uh for vacation i believe and then uh, uh there was a sake a uh, Franco-Hungarian sake handmaiden there called those Lidi. and and when Bartok first encountered with a song, uh, uh, she sang, I don't know, during yeah. the Hasburg there, and you know that was a Eureka moment for yes. Bartok that that was the thing I've been uh, I've sought in my entire life. So right. that that was that was uh, I don't know uh, the hand of God or something like that. Yes.
0: And, 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 he, and, and, I, and we, he wrote to his sister a lovely letter, right, saying this is going to be my area of focus now. I want to really... Yes, yes, you into know, this. and,
1: and, and I, I believe last time I, I spoke about it that that he uh, wanted to uh, find new Hungarian national sound, or uh, uh, he, he wanted to find, find a kind of Hungarian national music, uh, but in the meantime, he wanted to set a drift from uh, the, um, the, the romantic style of the late uh, 19th century or the late, from, late romantic style and you know he was influenced by by uh, contemporary composers like debussy and and uh, and other composers who used a uh, uh oligotone scale so scales with a few tones and not diatonic scales and 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 when Bartók and not especially in mostly this song, but later, for example, in when 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 in 1907 uh, uh, he discovered the pentatonic uh, in county uh, Cheek in saxophone, uh, he just met with a, you know so he, he met with 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 a, with a fully Hungarian music and uh, uh, and he met with 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 a music which used very very similar musical patterns which patterns were used by his idols like Debussy mm-hmm.
2: you know
1: so that's uh, perhaps last time i just i just try to illustrate this 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 feeling with a, when you are looking for a mercedes and you are looking for a, a, a convertible at the same time and you just find oh my god it's a convertible mercedes but uh-huh. so that was something right. like that
0: well uh, and when you mentioned pentatonic and this is yep. not going to be the episode when we're going to delve really into any a harmonic or or you know melodic structure or theory, but uh, and that might be a nice. I can hardly wait. Nice, that
1: part, I by know the way. that might but be the next my, one. But when I'll be I'll be uh, or when I'll have enough time to you know dr- uh, drill deep uh, in the tune types of of, of and folk music, but not today. Right. Yeah. So
0: th- so that's a teaser. To so to ex to uh, when we talk about pentatonic and the like, we're not going to really delve into what what that means right now, but. But take us back to 1904. I mean, uh, he, he has this discovery like, oh, that's Hungarian folk music, you know? And, um, and, and, and I would like to drill down on that and, and get to know that. And all of a sudden, like, what are, what, what are the first steps he's taking? Where does he start going? And, 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 and what's his method?
1: So actually the location, uh, the original location of, of the first songs, collected by him are from Kibed, so from Transylvania, from, from uh, Moros-Torda uh, county, the very same county uh, uh, he visited uh, in 1914 as well, and, uh, and you know, that's field trip is the, is the topic of my doctoral uh, dissertation. But uh, the first field uh, recordings uh, by Bartók uh, are made in... Uh, in Békés... Oh. In Bakish okay. county, so uh, in Bakish, and then he started to uh, to record in in Bakish county, uh, or uh, or collect folk songs right. in Bakish county. So that's in to, south, to, that's
0: south um, to be south southeastern. Uh... And
1: and and he has and he has his first recorded uh, uh, songs, uh, and you know he's used the the the, the uh, photograph invented by Thomas Edison, right. uh, so he uh, actually recorded these songs to wax cylinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps it's uh, it's a uh, it's worth a try to uh, just a little bit explain that how this machine worked that the the the, the collector uh, could use uh, around two or three two and a half uh, minutes for each wax cylinder. So and and those wax cylinders were extremely fragile and and uh the collector uh had to carry uh uh, the entire device Mm -hmm. the recording device and uh, all the wax cylinders uh usually you know they were in in in, uh, cylindrical boxes and uh, they usually put it into wooden boxes and they, uh, they, they they wanted and they tried to prevent the collision between the cylinders and the breaking of the cylinders with some hay, hmm. with some hay or straw, and uh, and so you can imagine that uh, uh, the folk, the musicologists had to had to travel to countryside. So uh, uh, among the 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 contemporary circumstances of the roads and and uh, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and there were there were actually no you know no. Uh, stone roads and asphalt roads only uh, only how, to, how, how, how do you call it? Yeah. Dirt, road or yeah, dirt road dirt roads mm-hmm. dirt roads and uh, and uh, very 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 uh, low degree of infrastructure for uh, transportation uh, basically on wagons and and uh, and carriages like that and uh, uh, and they had to carry the device they had to carry the, the all the cylinders so it was a very, very, uh, I don't know how to say, uh, uh,
0: well, it was a tough, uh, tough trip.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it was uh, a, so, de- yeah, yeah. Tough or, or, I don't know, elaborate. <laughs> or yes. how to say. So it was, yes. or, or, uh, a roundabout thing. Right. Maybe, maybe that's, the, that's the best. So it was, it was not that not, not easy uh, thing. And, um, okay. Anyway, his first recordings, um, were, uh, made in, uh, in 1906, uh, 1906, and uh, he recorded in Transanubia as well, in in Dunantul, okay. you know, Transanubia. Yeah, but uh, he did uh, recordings in all in Bakish. and uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's that was basically uh, his two uh, target uh, target areas for uh, for 1906. Okay. Uh, and then in 1907 he started to discover uh the music of the city case uh, in transylvania and then he ventured to cheek uh, mm-hmm. county uh which was you know the uh uh how to say the the successor county of cheek uh, the the seat of uh, cheek okay and then he uh he started and he discovered a certain pentatonic structures mm-hmm. in uh, in Cheek, and that was actually uh, another another uh, historical encounter for him, you know. Right. Uh, because because this pentatonic thing uh, that was what, what what I just tried to explain uh, a few minutes be- uh, yes. before. So something very new, something very Hungarian, and something very Debussy-like, or not not necessarily Debussy-like, but but uh, you know, for Bartok, for Bartok, uh, it was very 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 uh, uh, nice music, and and uh, and uh, that's why he just uh, uh, started to to focus on 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 those those locations in Transylvania, in in and 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 from from that time, perhaps. Uh, he from the time onwards he he, he 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 tried to to look for these simple musical patterns in folk music, these oligotone uh, or oligocord uh, uh, patterns in folk music, and and um, instead of the broad uh, broad scales you know the broad mm-hmm. scales so chromatic or, or diatonic scales, then uh, he found. A tune which which is which was uh, pentatonic, for example, or, or tetratonic, or could be reduced to uh, to a pentatonic melodic skeleton. That was that was a true a, a good discovery for him. Uh, so and uh, uh, because because he with a with a very 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 good instinct and uh, and uh, uh, yeah with a very good instinct he could uh, he he sensed. Uh, Perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, as a good musician with a with a brilliant ear and a brilliant uh, musical education, he says that those patterns, those tunes, uh, must belong to a, uh, a really old stratum of uh, of folk music and folk music history. Mm-hmm. Uh, those simple patterns, and actually, a re- later research, later research uh, has proven. These uh, these uh, presumptions of Barto, hmm. so that was that, that that's that's actually uh, by the way uh, perhaps the most interesting uh, uh, thing about him, and that's the most uh, most outstanding about his uh, entire oeuvre that uh, uh, that most of his findings, most of his presumptions, and his entire system he just generated uh, as a pioneer. Uh, of comparative ethnomusicology was almost entirely verified later by later research when later research found uh, multiple times more incoming data collected data collected items than Bartók collected in his entire life mm-hmm. and 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 so Bartók as a pioneer and and that's that's very very important that he had uh of course there were people before him so for example there was Bela vicar i i spoke about him last time yes but uh, but you know so bartok could not do do the same thing we do that we, we can go to the library we can we can uh, read his works we can we, we have a lot of lot of literature uh, uh, in the past uh, 100 uh, uh, past century you know mm-hmm. and uh, and bartok did not have this, this kind so he worked from instinct Right. From pure instinct, as a musician, as a extremely talented musician, uh, a sensitive person, as uh, and and uh, and a musically musically uh, uh, educated uh, guy. So uh, so it, it, it and, and that's 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 uh, that's a very very uh, that's that's why he's considered a genius, for example, or partially why he's considered a genius because because that's, that's an outstanding achievement. That as a pioneer he could establish a, a system and establish a kind of approach and perspective on Hungarian and not only Hungarian folk music, which is more or less even these days uh, can be considered as as as, uh, as correct as right. correct and, and 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 was verified by later researchers and I would like to by the way okay so just go with your next question because I think we could. Uh, we 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 should turn back on this thing because because I have a lot of lot of lot of uh how to say thoughts on this
0: i i know you do. do well let's say this uh i asked uh about about his methodology so he he started traveling we get the fact that he's going from one one end of the hungarian territory which is dunant Dunantula transylvania all the way over to the carpathian mountains toward, towards cheek you know he is He's running the gamut uh, in terms of geography. He is also um, uh, traveling internationally, correct? Um, and, yes. and and where I'm going with this is, he is a pioneer. Um, you use the term comparative ethnomusicology. You we use the term in your in your doctoral work. You know interethnic, you know aerial, in terms of looking at area. Um, there is something to his method. He's 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 looking for something, or 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 he's discovering something. What is that? And where is he? By the way, where else did he travel to over the years, and why?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, uh, okay, so this story will be. I think it's it's it, it will be extremely interesting. So, uh, first, you know who's the greatest uh, and most prolific Romanian. Uh, folk music collectors of all time? No. Bartók, because mm. he collected uh, tons of Romanian tunes, even more than Hungarian ones, actually. So the tune mm. stack, the Romanian tune stack collected by Bartók is larger than the Hungarian tune stack, and even the <laughs> Slovakian tune stack collected by Bartók is larger. It, simply, he collected more melodies, more Slovakian, and more Romanian melodies, and, 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 and the Hungarian Melody Stock is only the third in row because, you know, and, and, uh, okay. I don't want to go, uh, for uh, fast forward, you know. So he collected a lot of Romanian music, mm-hmm. Slovakian, Ruthenian, you okay. know, Ruthenian. Yeah, Ruthenian. Yeah, a, a Ruthenian. And also, uh, South Slavic music. Okay. Uh, and also he collected, um, it and it, it's 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 very interesting. In the 1930s, uh, he traveled to uh, Turkey, hmm. uh, to Turkey, to Anatolia, to Anatolia, yeah. uh, uh, and uh, and then he uh, uh, there he collected Turkish tunes, Turkish uh, melodies, and also he visited North Africa as well, where he collected Arabic music, and he was a uh, you know, a complete genius because because uh, he wanted to communicate with all the ethnicities he he collected music from on their uh, native language. So he spoke Romanian fluently. Wow. Uh, he spoke Slovakian and uh, actually, you know, he uh, was born in Notzenmikloš. Notzenmikloš it's a um, it's a town from Banshag region and it, there were Romanians in Notzenmikloš as well. Now it's in Romania. Uh, Banja or Banat is not far from the Hungarian border, uh, but uh, but uh, if my informations are correct and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bartok uh, and also Bartok spent uh, uh, quite a lot of time uh, in his in his uh, uh, young years and um, in Felvidék in uh, in today Slovakia and certain cities where there was there uh, even at th- that time there was a strong presence of Slovakian ethnicity there. But uh, as I know, Bartók learned uh, Slovakian and Romanian language only for the sake of the F- logic mm-hmm. collection for his field recordings, and uh, and, uh, and and uh, and that's un- that's unbelievable. So so he could he could uh, uh, he he was a, he was a how how to say polylingist or how to say yeah
0: but, well po- po- polyglot, polyglot,
1: polyglot 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 yeah polyglot yeah so. Um, and uh, so that, so his, uh, his approach towards uh, collecting music in the Carpathian Basin, it was uh, always, and thanks to Bartók, that's very, very important. Thanks to Bartók, um, uh, because that's one of our most important and main leg- legacies, uh, of, uh, which he gave us, you know uh the the, the musicologist and the, and uh, and people interested to, interested towards folk music of the future mm-hmm. after him so for hungary and the hungarian ethnomusicology that was uh, one of his greatest gift is to uh, set aside any national ideology mm-hmm. national ideology or political ideology when you work with folk music and focus entirely uh on the the tunes and uh, and to turn towards any ethnicities folk music in the Carpathian Basin with uh, with entire um, entire entire respect and humble curiosity. So you know the mainstream of the Hungarian folk music research even these days and and since the time of Bartok, so basically from the onset considers the body of the of traditional music within the Carpathian basin as a feminine, phenomenon formed by centuries long coexistence and uh, interaction of multiple ethnicities and that that's something which was planted in our brains or at the brains of Hungarian researchers mm-hmm. first by Bortold and so therefore the Hungarian ethnomusicologists have given always always given special attention to the bones between bonds or links, relations between the folk music traditions of Hungarians and and and, uh, mm-hmm. and our ethnic neighbors. Uh, so. Uh,
0: I understand. And, and by, I I, I yeah. get the I get the Slovak uh, Romanian thing because that's within the Carpathian Basin. But what's the deal with Turkey and North Africa and Algeria? What's What's he looking for there?
1: for broadening the comparative research further you know he started to he started to uh, or he tried to try to find similar musical patterns because because he had a no he had an notion uh, a notion or, or an idea that if you if we can find similarities within the folk music or uh, between hungarian folk music and other ethnicities perhaps uh, it's uh, it would be very helpful to, to to find any historical traces, you know, the historical ancestor of Hungarians. And, that, and that's actually, by the way, uh, this, uh, this, uh, with, the compar- with the comparative research, these uh, relations and links uh, were later found, by the way, between uh, Turkic people uh, and Hungarians and also between the Finugrian people and Hungarians which is actually uh, the same uh, pattern or the same result with uh, same result which uh, the, the linguistic research uh, uh, did in the in the past centuries did he uh, so that did, yeah.
0: and did he find any links uh, okay I get the Turkish uh, connection um, uh, with like what what was going on in North African uh, music did he did did the those research did the research he conduct there underscore any of of his concepts or his ideas or notions that he had here? Uh, sorry again,
1: please. I I just yeah. did not understand about well, it. Well, yeah, maybe it was a, it was a was
0: not a great question. Maybe um, the the work let's say in Angola and in North Africa. Um, he, he listened to tunes, you know. he... he
1: not, re- not, 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 not Angola, but Algeria. Algeria,
0: excuse me. I want to say Angola, Angola
1: is a South yes. East Africa, actually. Okay. Southwest, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. South, South right. West. Southeast is, Moza- is Mozambique. I was, I was there once. Okay. Angola is South.
0: So, Al- South Al- Algeria. Is he finding any thread between Hungarian folk music and, let's say, Algerian?
1: Um, you know, uh, those tunes there are, are, are pretty different. From yes. Hungarian,
0: right?
1: So uh, even Bartok's research and the later research uh, uh, researches showed uh, way more uh, way more uh, signs and indications leading to the Central Asian territories, right. and and to the to the to the territories around the Ural Mountains and and those those ethnicities there, uh, like the Charymiz uh, ethnicity or uh, or. Uh, uh, Finno-Greek uh, ethnicities and 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 Central Asian uh, uh, parts. So this uh, 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 the Algerian it was it was uh, it was not, but but uh, but you know for Bartok it, it was very interesting for him to go there and and he tried to to try to uh, apply the same comparative analytic system on the Al- Algerian music and and actually he succeeded with that because because uh, because he could and that's that's um no, okay so that's a, another very important thing and that's what i wanted to explain next and you know bela bartok uh, indeed pioneered to exam examine uh, these uh interethnic relations with a, a very uh, with, 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 a, with a very scientific accuracy mm-hmm. very accurate scientific way and uh uh, what uh, actually did he do? Because you know that's uh, and and it's a little bit like a kitchen secret of, 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 of the musicologic ethnomusicologist. So that's one thing that you are on field uh, out out there and you collect a lot of tunes and you have a lot of recorded items and uh, you just bring them home. And then uh, he started to uh, uh, st- uh, start to regard these tunes and listen to these tunes and. And uh, pretty soon he started to to discover some similarities between certain tunes, in, even in the Hungarian tune stock and in the uh, uh, tunes, stock in the Carpathian Basin and the, Rom- in the uh, so tunes collected from Hungarians, tunes collected from Romanians. He started to to uh, discover some similarities, and then uh, he started to uh, apply uh, a a, a really meticulous uh, uh, musical musicological analysis on the on the tunes, which uh, the, the the basic principles, by the way, of this analysis uh, were not invented by Bartok. He, he borrowed these principles from a Finnish uh, ethnomusicologist called Ilmari Kron mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and uh, the main goal for these uh, examinations was. To uh, uh, to monitor and to to find and to to discover the the, the melody contours, mm-hmm. the melody so so the the shape of the melody in the in within a tune within a folk song, mm-hmm. uh, and the melody contour and and for of course for uh, for uh, defining the melody contour, there are some parameters. You have to uh, you have to find a melody like for example you know uh, uh, to 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 identify the, the range of the tune to us uh, which means you know the the, the the highest and the lowest pitch the very tune uses right. and also to to uh, it's what uh, the ending lines of of the of the of, oh, sorry the ending notes of the lines within a tune basically a f- For example, you know most of the tunes in the in in Hungary, in the Hungarian uh, tunes, that are four line structures. So, for example, a four line structure, but even in a three line structure or a longer structure, um, the ending notes in every lines, or as Bartók called them uh, uh, sections, uh, those ending notes are uh, are very very uh, good giveaways and very good uh, indicators of the of the very movement of of the melodic uh, contour. So the shape of the melody contour, these uh, these tunes actually uh, uh, well, these uh, these I, they, no so these ending notes are called cadences mm-hmm. in ethnomusicology, or, or were called césure by or césura uh, by Bartok. Mm-hmm. So th- those are also very important. But these are all only tech only quantitative parameters uh, in order to uh, to make this analysis easier and in order to make the comparison uh, of kindred melodies uh, easier. Okay? Got it. You, you got it. Okay. And and then Bartók just started to realize that within these melodies, within the, this tune stock collected by him, uh, there are kindred melodies, which kindred melodies uh, can be can be uh, put in groups in groups in, in melodic categories and and melodic types and also uh, and you know uh, every year he just collected more and more and more uh, 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 tunes right and his perspective his uh, his view was uh, how to say just gradually broadened. Mm-hmm. Gradually broaden and 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 always with uh, and 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 he was a very um, self-reflective person. So he always reviewed he, for example, his former uh, former statements about any uh, uh, any phenomenon in folk music. When he just uh, uh, learned about a new phenomenon in folk music, which was you know something new, something. Uh, something uh, which which made him to review his former uh, statements. So gotcha. uh, he so, did right. this as well with with, with with remarkable scientific accuracy. So that's what he did. And and, uh, you know, just I'm just uh, let me tell, tell you a story that uh, the other day, a few months ago, like, for example, I read a dissertation, a doctoral dissertation uh, written by an ethnomusicologist in, in the USA. Uh, and uh, and the, one of the main claims of the dissertation was that Bartok's classification system, for example, is a kind of pseudoscience. And and uh, pseudoscience. The writer huh. pseudo okay. pseudoscience. Yeah. And the writer started to refute all these things because the founding of the writer after after uh, visiting uh, an, a region in Transylvania. Uh, Actually, it's funny. Disclaimer: uh, visited a region in Transylvania where Bartok never collected a single tune, or, uh, or on so basically. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and the founding of the of the of the author of this dissertation was that the Bartok's uh, uh, Bartok's approach is unscientific from the onset, since uh, the basic principle of uh, grouping the tunes and Bartok's uh, Bartok's system and Bartok's approach is the uh, is a so-called ethnicity of the tunes. So so based on from which ethnicity he he collected the tunes, which is actually not true. Which is actually not true because the basic uh, the basic uh, grouping principle right. was. the... The, the, the melody the melody line and and when he just started to discover these groups he just then started and and that's that's now way deep in the in the internet stuff he started to realize that certain groups uh, certain groups uh, so he started to how to say for internet research he started to to investigate upon the the incidence of certain tune types in uh, among certain ethnicities okay mm-hmm. The incidence, so or or the or the or the probability of incidence, or how have to say? So I think I I, I think you understand. Right. So uh, at, at certain ethnicities. Yeah. Uh, so so for example, uh, I have A ethnicity and B ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have a, a tune type, a tune type, which is abundant. A
0: what? Uh, a what? What is it?
1: Abundant. Ab- 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 abandoned. 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 Okay. Abundant. Okay, so sorry for my. That's background. okay. I got Abundant it. and in the A ethnicities repertoire, mm-hmm. no, matter I, uh, it, mm-hmm. uh, no matter where I record it, no matter where I record it, perhaps if, if I record it in, in, in a region where A ethnicity uh, is completely Homogeneous and it's inhabited only by A ethnicity, uh-huh. but there are certain regions with, where A ethnicity and B ethnicity is, uh, has a contact zone, or they live together, or or it's a it's a, it's a heterogeneous mixed region, mm-hmm. and, the, and 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 uh, in the repertoire of A ethnicity that very tune type is abundant as well, but in the repertoire of the B ethnicity that tune type uh, is uh, is less dense and it. Uh, exists and it, it can be found only in regions where the B ethnicity lives together with the A ethnicity. Then we can uh, we can have the strong presumption that this uh, tune type uh, belongs basically by the time of the recording. That perhaps it, it, it was once uh, once belonged to the B ethnicity, but but B ethnicity just just uh, forgot it or or they do not sing it anymore and the a, a city it was transmitted to the a city and then so uh, uh, many many scenarios can happen right but we have we can have a strong presumption that by the time of the recording it belongs basically to a city the tune and b city uses that tune uh, type that tune type only in uh, areas and regions where the where they uh, have influence and impact Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, because they have the proximity uh, of the A ethnicity.
0: Got okay. it. Got it.
1: You got it. I'm sorry for this. For sorry no, for, it, makes but, you know, it makes sense. it makes sense. You know, I, 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 sorry that I, I, I just explained you as uh, like like if you were a Martian or something like that. But you know, Bartok was also a pioneer, so
2: he yeah.
1: had these these purely scientific and logical deductions, and that's another uh, outstanding and mesmerizing thing. In Bartok's uh, Bartok's uh, uh, work and you know we, we we must not forget that he was also a composer a, a truly prolific composer and also an academic teacher so actually you know so he was he was completely a complete genius and,
2: yeah. and
1: you know i am not and, and 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 i have to and i i wanted to you know uh, i i wanted to state it and at, at the very beginning of this interview that i'm not a Bartók researcher there are Wonderful Bartok, researcher, uh, Bartok researchers in, in Hungary, and uh, and uh, to all the fellow listeners, I can recommend if you if you uh, would like to read about Bartok, I can recommend the works of, uh, uh, for example, the composing. Of, of Bartok, uh, I can recommend in English. Uh, perhaps I mentioned him last time as well. The David E. Schneider, yeah, uh, he's an American ethnomusicologist, and, and and he's he's very 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 deeply involved in Bartok's uh, uh, life and works, and and brilliant. Uh, he had a, he has a brilliant brilliant book on Bartok, but in uh, 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 for example, as uh, from uh, from the Hungarian side, I can recommend Professor Laszlo Schomfai's works. Uh, professor uh, uh, László uh, mm-hmm. the works of Professor László and we have wonderful Bartók uh, uh, researchers and, and a wonderful Bartók archive. Uh, and, and that's why, I, by the way, I would like to ask you to not ask me too much about the Bartók's compositions and classical compositions because I, I'm not a Bartók researcher and I don't want to uh, ramble to, to mm-hmm. unknown fields. Which which fields are less known for myself?
0: Right, but but, <laughs> uh, but I have two follow up questions. Um, let me.
1: And, oh, and, so, and sorry, Ochi, I, I just not ended. Sorry, I I not ended this inter-ethical thing because yes. Back to that American dissertation. Other claim of and uh, another how to say uh, argument against this claim that Bartok's uh, Bartok's uh, work is is is, is, uh, is uh, Bartok's principal approach. It's, it's originally based on the ethnicity of the tunes. Actually, you know, uh, there there is there is one, one, one very important uh, statement in Hungarian ethnomusicology: a tune does not have an ethnicity. For example, there are uh, tunes in the mezeüszig. You know mezeüszig. I've heard of uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> in in Mezőség, there are tunes, uh, which tunes there are used by local Hungarians and in Feld, mm-hmm. those tunes are considered as Romanian hmm. because it's considered as Romanian because it's not used by the very community so in the, if you if you live in Sekeferd in a very in a, in a close traditional community you consider only those tunes as your own as Hungarian or as Seike, only those tunes you know you sing and 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 perhaps uh, or uh, and, and you can consider, for example, uh, stranger tunes as Romanian, because, because those are not Hungarian, and, and you know, the stranger who uh, a trans Hungarian hungarian knows, knows not Hungarian, that must be Romanian, or perhaps Saxon mm-hmm. in the historical times. And it can be considered as Romanian, because, uh, f- uh, for example, in that region, only Romanians use that tune. But in another region, Hungarians use that tune as well. So there, that's a that's a very 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 uh, there is a very funny story about that by the way uh, which which was told uh, to me by Mr Isla uh who uh, Professor Istvan Pavei who is an outstanding ethnomusicologist and and you know he, mm-hmm. he, he his uh, English language book on Transylvanian Hungarian folk dance music just released and i could participate in the, in the in the proofreading of of the book it, it i think it's it's a wonderful yeah. uh wonderful uh volume and i i can urge i would like to urge everyone who's interested uh, deeply in transylvania and folk music and the, and the and you know the theory behind it to to get this book uh, okay uh, anyway uh professor Pavai in uh, uh in transylvania uh, he was uh, uh, participating in a radio recording session as an inspector perhaps and there uh, were some uh, uh, informants in all that or uh, rural peasant musicians yes from from Sheik, or in Romanian there were Romanian musicians uh, or or uh, 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 Roma musicians gypsy musicians with Romanian ethnicity and also gypsy musicians with Hungarian ethnicity and uh, that was a very funny situation but because when the Hungarians the Hungarian band mm-hmm. or the Hungarian Gypsy band uh, started to play uh, local tunes. There were other invited informants from from Seikevel or from a region where there are uh, the Hungarians uh, are are more homogeneous. Right. And uh, and those those uh, those uh, uh, those informants just uh, asked uh, that why do you record this? It's not Hungarian music. It's Romanian.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the Romanian band started to play quite similar tunes, and uh, there were also informants from uh, from Maramureș, Marabudasz, mm-hmm. which is a which is a, which is a, which is an entire Romanian region, and and it's it's uh, also far from from Mezucec, and and uh, and uh, the local informant said the very same that why do you record it? It's not Romanian music; it's Hungarian. <laughs> No, <laughs> right, so, right. so so that's first, first that the, the tune does not have an ethnicity. No one, uh, uh, because because uh, because the tune belongs always a, a given tune, a given item belongs always to the very community uh, 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 which community uses the tune. Right. it can belong to, yeah. the, to a Romanian right. community. It can belong to a Hungarian community. Of course, certain tunes has. Uh, way more density in Hungarians, way more density in Romanians, certain tune types uh, 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 are present basically among Hungarians, are present basically among Roma, Romanians, and there's the same thing which I just uh, I just, uh, try to describe with, with A ethnicity and B ethnicity just, uh, just uh, a few moments before. So that's the first right. very important thing. Second very important thing is that Bartók uh, you know, that's, that we, we must not forget that Bartók basically made his field recordings in ethnically homogeneous uh, territories in Transylvania. Mm-hmm. So when he recorded from Hungarians, he basically recorded in Seikhaifold when he did recording or uh, when he recorded um, melodies from from Romanians, he basically did it in Romanian tunes of the Upper Maros region or in Hunyad County or in Bihar, so where, where it, it's it's in 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 settlements which are f- or or uh, or uh, certain regions in Ashufer Media where uh, where the settlements are fully inhabited by Romanians. Mm-hmm. So he uh, basically and he most often uh, recorded tune uh, in ethnically homogeneous environment. And That's very important. Uh, that's why, by the way, the the field. And, uh, and the area and the region of uh, which is the topic and the field trip which is a topic of my dissertation is very exceptional and it's very interesting because there Bartok starts in a, start started his field trip in a completely Romanian inhabited part of uh, morostorda county and then he descended southwards towards Nyaradmente where there are Hungarian villages and he just passed through the contact zone between the Hungarians and the Romanians and 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 uh, the most uh, prolific uh, prolific instrumental uh, stock of this the entire stock of this this uh, uh, recording field trip is flute music and in the flute music you can brilliantly see the ethnic relations between those zones the the overlap overlappings you know and and the impacts from from the from the romanian part to the hungarian and mutual impacts from the hungarian part to the Romanian and it's, it's, it's wonderful because that's, you know, that's a good, good proof that these ethnicities, uh, uh, in, in hi- historically they, they never lived, uh, uh, in isolated and they, they were always mingled together. They, they, they coexisted, uh, with, uh, together coexisted and, and they had great impacts on each other's music. Uh, and, but, but, sorry, mm-hmm. just to go back to, to the, uh, Come on. So to go back to to this uh, this uh, how to say false insinuation of Bartok that he's based on ethnic, ethnic because you know he he published his volumes as I don't know Magyar népal Romanian folk music and stuff. And you have we have to bear in mind that Bartok's uh, recordings are are uh, consist of uh, vocal melodies mainly. Of course he, he he got a lot of instrumental recordings as well, but you know the. Even, even so the main main part of Bartok's recordings is vocal
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and you know the vocal music and the folk songs is actually determined by the very language it, it sang on so of right. course you have to make a grouping even by language because 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 the usage of folk music by a very society for example Hungarian or Romanian uh it's it's uh, it's it's uh, an equally important factor and and uh, the another argument of the author of the dissertation is that that uh, using ethnic labels i don't know what, what 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 does it mean actually you know using ethnic labels of folk songs it's not uh, not a good practice uh since it's not an a priori a priori yeah. uh, attribute of a folk song because and 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 and, and, and i just uh, asked uh, actually the author that what do you think what is uh, what do you recommend instead of it mm-hmm. uh, which is not a priori uh, which, which, well, sorry which is a priori right. and then an author recommended that mm, uh, for example uh, grouping by function you know function and use but you know mm-hmm. <laughs> the function that in one village a tune is used as a funeral song and in other village perhaps it's used Perhaps it was once. It was only just to mock the the slow dance. Perhaps I I once uh, thought about this. You know, you know that uh, that chord, Josh? Yeah.
0: You know that. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah.
1: That's originally a funeral song. You know, oh. and, and it's and it's a composed song. If you if you mm, listen, yes. it's melodic, melodic contour. It's it's obvious. It's a composed song and it's a funeral song originally mm-hmm. and originally <laughs> the band uh, the, the the because they, they loved you know the the match and the, and the, and, the, and the Roma band loved to joke with the dancers originally they played it in a courtyard only when there was a, a <laughs> nerd dancer uh, in front of them and they they wanted to joke with with the dancer yeah. and they played the funeral song you know because they you 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 you, <laughs> you, you dance like a zombie or something like that right, okay. right. and, and Okay, that's that's a good uh, example, which implies that that the function yeah. it's even more a social construct than the language, or ethnicity, mm-hmm. whatever it means. Okay, so it's, it's, it's even and and to to, to 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 do categorization like this, it was it was as far from Bartok as it could be. So right. so writing about writing such a thing about Bartok, it's it's a complete misunderstanding and misinterpretation. Of Bartók's entire work and I just I just hope that it's it's only because because of the superficial lore of Bartók's writings because because you know the dissertations bibliography is also very uh, uh, interesting and and some fundamental literal uh, fundamental works are missing from it okay uh, sorry but I I think I just spoke too much about it but you know that's one of my favorite fields so I I I love to speak about internet research because because uh, because for example in transylvanian music this inter coexistent coexisting uh, coexistence and it, it is this this interwoven network of impacts made transylvanian music as diverse and beautiful as we as we know it and and, and partially because we, we love it so that's that's right. the reason because love, uh, that's the reason we we love uh, transylvanian music okay, uh, so, so,
0: so Shoma, hmm. uh, i so going to... i, I, I'm gonna, I I wanted to wrap up on this classification thing, but just so I reiterated what I think uh, this interethnic research was all about that Bartok found that in folk music, not just Hungarian but Romanian, Slovak, South Slavic, perhaps even Turkish and Al- uh, maybe even Algerian or um but maybe not, there are certain tune types and then subtypes, but there are certain tune. Melodic types and no matter what ethnicity you're looking at certain of you know each Ethnicity's songs fall into one of these uh, tune types usually, right?
1: Yes, but of course uh, if you uh, consider uh, uh, Each ethnicity so different ethnicities have different tune types actually, but you know when and that's what I what I was speaking about in the context zone when uh, Two ethnicities live uh, mutually uh, within the proximity of each other, uh, uh, they can use and they tune types or can converge. Or how to say, how to say so, so? certain tune types, for example, in Transylvania, are uh, can be found equally among Romanians and Hungarians. Certain tune types can be found only in Romanians, certain tune types can be found only in Hungarians. And, and in the contact zones between mm-hmm. Hungarians and Romanians, uh, there are some minglings. About that, but but those tune types, by the way, are are quite obvious, uh, and and it's it's very interesting. So, for example, uh, imagine that uh, uh, Bartok has a brilliant uh, uh, writing. Uh, I, I believe he wrote in in 1936, uh, which is. Uh, uh, and okay. which is you so know our, our music, uh, our music and uh, and, uh, and the music of our neighboring ethnicities, mm-hmm. and uh, and he 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 have a very very uh, uh, he has a very very interesting observation that uh, uh, he, he's, he, he he starts to uh, he writes there that in Hungarian. Hungarian villages, in one Hungarian, uh, in in a particular Hungarian village, no matter which village is that, in a, a or a given Hungarian village, there is uh, quite a, a lot of songs in the repertoire. But in that very region, or even uh, farther region, you will find uh, the same abundance. Uh, abundance abundance abundance.
0: abundance abundance
1: abundance okay that's that, that, that that's my favorite word for this for today's <laughs> session abundance in the report repair to our but it's slightly uh, different and not 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 really different hmm. and in Romanian regions for example if you go to Bihar or Bihar or Bihar it was a yeah. favorite region of Vartok uh, considering the Romanian music because, uh, because, because, you know, Bihar, as he writes it, Bihar, uh, for, for Bartok, it was, it was wonderful and, 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 and a surprising experience that even that Bihar, the Bihar Romanians, especially before Gianon, it they were surrounded by Hungarian ethnicity. Even so their music was, uh, was, was, the music had uh, almost no impact from Hungarian uh, side. So it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, uh, it had, it had almost nothing Hungarian within it, in Bihar. Right. Although it was su- surrounded uh, by Hungarian, so so you could expect that if, if, if it's surrounded by Hungarian ethnicity, Hungarian music has a strong impact on the music of Bihar Romanians. Mm-hmm. But there is no, uh, especially in the uh, by the time of Bortok, and and he just he just uh, wrote in this very writing in this that uh, Bihar is like it, it be separated from from the surrounding Hungarians with a Chinese wall, uh, hmm. and also uh, and okay so 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 uh, as I said in Hungary in, in the Hungarian villages, in the Hungarian inhabited village he found, he, he found basically a, a abundant repertoire, but uh, in other regions, it was also abundant, also in the Hungarian village, but not too different from mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and, and but can only... about, about, about in Romania, but yeah. in the Romanians, by the Romanian regions. So for example, in Bihar, mm-hmm. uh, the repertoire, is, uh, it's, uh, how to say, thinner. So there are not too many, not, not so many tunes in a, in a village repertoire than in, uh, in, in a Hungarian village, uh, than the repertoire of a Hungarian village. So less songs. But in another region, it's completely different. And uh, for example, in Maramuresh. Mm-hmm. and that's uh, and Bartok had a had a, also a, a very good uh, uh, good uh, 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 statement about that, that the Hungarian folk music is diverse in a vertical way, and the Romanian is diverse more diverse in a horizontal way.
0: Explain. What does that mean?
1: So you know the vertical so so in one location no matter where it is in a hungarian location in the village the repertoire contains consists of more tunes but if you travel farther in another hungarian village that repertoire contains even uh, consists of uh, um, uh, more tunes a lot of tunes as well but they these two tune stocks are not so different from each other in the romanian the tunes are less in in the repertoire of the particular village in the particular village, but uh, farther it's completely different. Okay, so it's it's in in the vertical direction in space in the aerial space. The Romanian music is much more diverse. Uh, the Hungarian music is diverse and abundant in a very settlement because they know uh, more tunes and they sing more tunes. So in in a very in one settlement that repertoire is I don't know. Uh, uh, it's, it, it, it
0: makes sense now. Yeah, I, so, Romanians, you, you might find the same types of tunes among a, a, a more a prominent or a bigger geographic area? Um,
1: yes, yes. In Hungarians, in Romanians, it's much more diverse
0: geographically. No, oh, Romanian is more diverse geographically.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And Hungarians are more abundant in terms of how many tunes they have in a particular village. Yes, and yes, And the tunes yes. don't travel that much and, and what is, the, what is the,
1: the conclusion? Yes, that's why, that, that's why it's good that <laughs> at least one of us speaks English normally. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> why, why is that? So was it? Were, are we able to determine what the phenomenon is based on? Is it some kind of you know, the, the movement of people? Or what is it? Uh,
1: It's it's a result of complex historical, uh, historical, cultural, ethnographical uh, uh, processes. uh, uh, Got it. And and yes, so it's 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 related to historical uh, the movement, the settling, the lifestyle. So it's you know in Transylvania it's it's a it's a it's a very 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 complex All, all the phenomena. Are are very very complex equations.
0: Um, this is only these kinds of conclusions are really only possible, looking at this at these tune types in this very agnostic way that Bartok did, and I I think it's absolutely brilliant, and and using that term comparative ethnomusicology, um, uh, I think you've explained it. I really think you have. Um, I. I I know you don't profess to be a Bartok expert and uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> although I just wound you up and you spoke over an hour about it, but but um, uh, I, I wanted to know, do you know that as we look at his pace and his cadence of, of collections starting in 1904 all the way until he moved uh, into to, to New York in 1940 while he was doing all this traveling for those almost 40 years, do we see more folk tunes creep into his compositions, um, and and can you t- talk a little about that? Have you read about that? I'm just curious the 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 impact this all this had on him personally. Uh, has some such comparisons been made of his work?
1: Yes. Uh, so uh, Bartok uh, basically uh, had had. Sorry, I just, like my phone because uh, okay so uh, Bartok basically uh, when speaking speaking about incorporating folk music into classical compositions yeah Bartok uh, always uh, how to say lay down three possible paths or ways uh, that how can you adapt folk music into composition if you like three methods three comp- three methods of composition right. so for the first first one when you when you leave the original full tune and it's in intact form mm-hmm. and you 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 compose some kind of arrangements for it and 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 you, you know you, you you give it a give it a, an orchestration so you, you you work basically with the orchestration and the and the and, uh, come on and, uh, and, uh, and the arrangement and accompaniment and stuff like that. But the very tune is remains quite the same as it as it appears in the original recording. Okay.
0: Perhaps a good example of that is, is Romanian folk dances, right?
1: Romanian folk dances is an outstanding example for that. Although, uh you know it's it's widely believed that bartok represents the first uh, first uh, first way of composition which i just vis- described with romanian folk dances although uh, uh, after for all listening of uh, of the original tunes for example in the third movement a uh, romanian folk dances is pretty close uh, 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 to my heart, because I, I even played it in piano when I was uh, uh, a pianist pupil. Mm-hmm. A pianist pupil. Uh, so, uh, if you listen thoroughly the original recordings, especially uh, especially the third movement, balok, which yeah. is recorded in Egeresh, Torontal County, uh, you will find. That you know that I think the tempo mark for Peloc is Andante or something like that perhaps yes, and you know the the uh, and and the, the entire uh, the entire movement is actually uh, written in a very very uh, how to say not melancholic but an Andante a very uh, ethereal ethereal mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's in, it's a B minor you know and and uh, and it uses a very distinct uh, scale. Uh, called altered Dorian, which is uh, which is uh, uh re, re, mi, fa, si, lati, do, re. So it's uh, it's uh, or it's uh, also called uh, as Romanian Dorian or with a, with a Hebrew word it's a Mishabarak scale, and that's by the way the scale of the Romanian uh, covo You know, which instrument is also used by uh, the world triangle like ethnicities, and I, I also love to play on that. Mm-hmm. But this. Uh, this this third movement, this pelloc, is in this this altered Dorian scale, and uh, and in Andante. But if you if you listen to the original one, the original one, uh, it, it's it's collected in Banat or Banshag, and the local Romanians, uh, not really use this uh, scale, uh, or if they use this scale uh, in that very tune, that pelloc, which is the original piece. Uh, uh, which serves as a base for, for this movement. Uh, it's in Lydian, you know. It's, Lydian a, it's, it's, in, it's, in a, it's a Lydian mode, which is a which is a mode with a with a minor with, with a major third. So it has a it has a it has a major major atmosphere there. a Lydian mode, which is by the way a, a, a truly uh, uh, truly widespread. Widespread and 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 widely used mode in the in the in the music of Bihar and the music of Banat. For example, you know the the I believe the the, the fifth, the Parga Romanesca uh, uh, movements also in medium mode, and of course the the the, the first part uh, of the uh, of the uh, of the mini celu, the sixth one, it's also in medium mode, as a, because you know and and, and if you play Mekanik, for example, you know it's a, so For the Bihar of music, it's a Lydian mode Lydian, mode it's a very widespread in dance music. And this fellow is also in Lydian mode and not in this uh, major-like, uh, well, not, not in this sorry not in this minor-like uh, altered Dorian scale. Uh, so it's it's a it's a, it's the composer's it a hand. It's a yeah. composer's hand uh-huh. on that very movement. Huh. And beside of that, you know, and that's what that's, that's the that's the the end of the joke and end of the story. Uh, that you know there are in, in in these days there are a lot of uh, attempts by by Hungarian revival music bands that you know back to roots and and we are the revival bands and now we're gonna perform the the original uh recordings of of the barto pieces as they were as they possibly were uh, were performed once by the whole you know in the, and and when they when the revival bands uh uh, perform Bartok's uh, Romanian dances, for the Belok movement, there's always someone with a kawal, which is completely unknown instrument in Banat, and known only, I don't know, 500, 600, 800 kilometers far from that, from that location, and they started to play this the the, the, uh, the tune this altered Dorian tune as it appears in the third movement in the score with the call <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> meanwhile the, the the original tune yeah. uh, original tune uh, which is by the way i think performed by a uh, uh, Vasilia Vasilika who's a fluerash a flute player it's performed in a completely normal uh, pro, uh completely normal uh, profane diatonic flute and it's in Lydian and it's not it's a... and it yeah. has it has also a very good uh, rhythmic uh, accent in it. mm-hmm. and it's not andante it's it's it's, uh, it's it's very faster and you know for that you need only to listen though that cylinder recording yes that's very tuned yeah. and mm-hmm. not just that one but you know it's yes, also it. very yeah. it's very it's <laughs> also it's also very Good to listen the tunes before recorded before that on that very session and after that and because there are five pelogs on that tune and 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 uh, and uh, under, uh, during the other pelogs there are also chuiogatas you know so shouting so it's it's a it's a very uh, very juusto test right. by the, not, a, not 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 oh. that, on, on that one okay mm-hmm. anyway first way of Bartok's composition, the Romanian dances are, by the way, good examples okay. indeed for that. Uh, uh, good, good examples for that, indeed. Uh, well, at, not, least, not, at least at least five. Not, not entirely. Yeah. Not, I think this. Yeah. Not, not, not entirely, but I think this detour was interesting enough to. Yes, to, I agree. To, to tell the story, okay. Uh, the second maybe, way. Maybe second way. Yeah. When you do not use an entire folk melody. But you just uh, would just take out uh, uh, very characteristic and typical patterns from that folk uh, folk melody and use only those patterns, and you just uh, uh, you will give uh, a very strong folk music like scent or folk music like sound and atmosphere to to, to the, the to your piece with those patterns. So and and, and with this piece, you know this. These are the you know the the the, the slices of pie right. uh, pies for for part of researchers that musicologists I don't know if you if you if you listen up, uh, I have to say a string quartet or or a concerto and you just you just uh, you just uh, discover oh, oh and there that's that's right. that's the I don't know the first half of the uh, first first part of the second line of that song. Uh, right. so that's that's always a, always a very very good entertainment for for uh, for people who try to decipher this, this this music and and also uh it, it, it and it, it evidently uh, uh flavors the the, 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 the classical compost piece with 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 strong uh, 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 flavors of folk okay and the third one the third one is is when you do not use any uh any uh, Snippets. exact,
2: yeah,
1: exact uh, parts of uh, real folk tunes, but you, as a composer, are so deeply involved in folk music that you can uh, do some uh, some uh, patterns on your own, which are uh, entirely your creations, but they have uh, certain similarities to folk music, and they. Follow the attributes of of the folk songs, so you can uh, create artificial folk music-like patterns, and that's you know that's the that's the that's the that's the highest level when you are you you can you 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 start to become become one with the folk. So that's 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 even a kind of kind of Buddhist or something something oh, like right. that. So you, you just or 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 Jedi-like, you know, you, be, right. you one with you, the you, force. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he he became one with the force. You know, yeah. when when an old Jedi Master passes and he became
0: one with so, a <laughs> <laughs> Shoma, is that a intentional uh, the third method is that an intentional method or is that more like subconscious creation you think
1: sometimes it's deliberate sometimes it's not okay. you know if it's subconscious that's even better you know? yes, <laughs> so, yes 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 if you you know if you if you if you try to if you try to to to, to compose something which is which is not folk, but you can compose only four.
0: that's the highest right. level. <laughs> the next time you're on for the master class, we're gonna hook up an accordion or something on you and we're gonna start getting into some specific musical examples. But before we wrap yeah. up today, um, you know, Bartok was wildly prolific, um, uh, as you mentioned. You know, it seems like he never slept. I mean, he these travels was it was they weren't like a take an uber, uh. Uh, over there. I mean these were very very difficult trips to make and he made a lot of them in the meantime He was composing. Uh, he was teaching. He, uh he you know He, he was performing. He was do- doing all kinds of stuff uh, But he wasn't alone and uh, the big name that I, I, I wanted to ask you about was his relationship with Zoltan Kodai um, Who we will talk about at some point probably again in the future, but but uh, uh, Let's wrap up with with Bartók and Kodai, uh, their friendship and what they did together.
1: Yeah, okay Um, Before that, forgive me, but I have to claim one other very important thing about Bartók. Do you allow allow me to do that? Of course! Of course, okay. So you know, because it has actually a great relevance on on, uh, on Western Ethnomusicology, especially American Ethnomusicology. You know, Western ethnomusicology usually usually considers Hungarian as a different school, since Western ethnomusicology is is based uh, mostly on cultural anthropology and less on on music comparative musicology, and uh, and regards Hungary Hungarian uh, ethnomusicology as something which is a kind of weirdo thing and a little bit sometimes they consider it as outdated or something like that 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 comparative musicology and 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 uh, And Bartók, which is actually a a great mistake since Hungarian ethnomusicology from the very uh, onset, always uh, uh, attempted to uh, put equal uh, weight and and balance between the musicological aspect and the non-musicological aspect. So, for example, Bartók, even at, at the time of his early Romanian recordings, he just discovered that that uh, recording only the tunes and and working with only the tunes is not enough because you have to uh, you have to uh, find the all the the entire cultural anthropological folklore context of the very item the very data. uh uh, you you collect so that's what i wanted to say and that another uh, thing and for this i i can uh, recommend uh, an excellent study by my uh colleague daniel Liptak that uh uh, you know the founding father of american uh, uh, founding father of cultural anthropology uh, principles in american ethnomusicology as uh, uh he is considered Considered as one of the founding fathers is L.M.P. Miriam, who started to to lay down those principles in the uh, in the 1960s. And uh, I must say that uh, uh, there is a, a Hungarian ethnomusicologist called Óskár Dincier, who actually applied the same cultural anthropological uh, principles together with musicological principles on his uh, his uh, uh, collect uh, collections in 1940 in 1940, so uh, that the, the statement or statement that is, that Hungarian uh, ethnomusicology is it's only and 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 completely uh, focusing on musicological aspects of the folk music it's, it's it's simply not true. So so it's it's way more complex and and you know. Uh, we believe, but perhaps last time I spoke about it a little bit. But we believe that ethnomusicology is like you know when when you have two keys to launch a nuke nuclear device, mm-hmm. and uh, one key is the musicological aspect, and another key is the is the not musicological aspect, so the cultural anthropological, the, the folklore aspect, the ethnographical aspect, and and, and so on. Uh,
0: what's the Shoma? So, what's the, what's the basis of this um, criticism? Like. So basically, they're saying um, we're folk, Hungarians are focusing too much on the musicology part of it and not looking at the cultural as well. That's the criticism. Is that? But what, what's the basis of that, or or why would that? I mean, it's clearly, if if anything, and and I and I, I and let me let me guess. It might be that Bartok spent so much time talking about. You know these music, these types, uh, uh, you know, song types, etc. That that it was overly nerdy on the music side and not enough on the cultural side. But so is that where it's coming from, or uh, you know?
1: I don't know. I know that that uh, uh, the mainstream of the Western ethnomusicology uh, uh, does not care too much about uh, uh, about the musicological uh, uh, comparison. And, uh, and you know, uh, sometimes, and, and uh, perhaps the other reason that mainstream uh, Western uh, ethnomusicology uh, tries to create a model which can be applied for any music, any traditional music all around the world, which is, by the way, not easy. But, uh, but uh, if we would like, so I, I, I and in the meantime, I think that the analytic methods that Hungarian ethnomusicology uses can be applied. Uh, for the tune analysis of any uh, 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 traditional tunes, even not traditional tunes, so you you can do the same tune analysis with a Beatles song, if you'd like to. Correct. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, All around it. Uh, You know, uh, know, uh, one one of the favorite... I think it's pentatonic tunes of Hawaii, obviously, with a joint Howell line from Omega you know, So right. That also. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can apply the analysis for for any uh, <laughs> traditional tune with certain extensions. Of course, uh, it's it's a, a Bartok's system, and and you know uh, by the way, uh, and it's a little bit turning back to the dissertation I spoke about. You know the criticism for Bartok's system and Bartok's categorization, which is more than a hundred years old, or Approximately 100 years old. It's completely, legit, completely legitimate. as you know, Bartok. Bartok, uh, by the time of his death, uh, he, ha- he 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 was aware about uh, some some 30,000 Hungarian tunes, 13,000 Hungarian tunes, for, and and from that he collected approximately, I think, 9,000 tunes, and 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 uh, you know, since then we know about I don't know hundreds of thousands. So that's that's a very larger tune stock, and for this uh, Bartok's original principles to to to, to set the, the, the categorization and the systems the system uh, to the to the increasing amount of of uh, folk tunes must be uh, and must be reviewed. So so it's it's completely legitimate, and actually the Hungarian ethnomusicology did this review with Bartok's uh, Bartok's uh, principles of today. Today, the classification of Hungarian folk tunes is not not identically the same as Bartók did, mm-hmm. uh, but but it's it's uh, it's obviously founded on the on the very basics, very basis of of of, uh, of Bartók, which Bartók created. Uh, anyway, so uh, I don't know the the the, why the reason. Sometimes I think that you know, uh, since Western musicology, uh, not. Uh, Concerts in uh, concerts too much or not not works too much uh, with uh, with uh, tune or melody analysis and you know if if and and perhaps they they not know really how to do that or how to start it and you know sometimes you 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 always are a uh, uh, little bit uh, how to say uh, um, uh, uh, love it I just looking for the. Uh, the proper word uh, you are always a little bit a uh, little bit uh, uh, repulsive uh, that's what I, I was repulsive with uh, with with things you, you do not know too too many so you no no but no, right. no one no no one loves to, to go in, into the into the the, the 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 darkest depth of a forest you, you, you were never and, and you've been never been there right but, before, so it, but the
0: data the data set that hungarians are dealing with is humongous and and, yes, um, and 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 you know honestly, like uh, looking at American music, let's say, it doesn't even compare, It doesn't even get close. I mean, what is American music anyway, the country, um, you know. but
1: uh, it depends on it depends on, you know, uh, the, the, the recordings made in America, especially by Alan Lomax. Those, yeah. That's very, very diverse folk culture there. It's a three, uh, 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 until the very uh, year, uh, very, very recent years, it was a thriving. Uh, and and, and it's, it's, you know, the, it, I, if I just look through the, 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 the work of Lomax, who, by the way, it's uh, emptied and, and did a, a very a personal and a very uh, own uh, system for, for, uh, for musical analysis of folk music, which is a very, very complicated, because he, uh, he, 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 he tried to create something which, is, which can be applied to any uh, tune all around the world. But, you know, uh, just to, to put an end to this this musicology, or not musicology, or s- something like that, <laughs> let me translate quickly, and then uh, if we have a little more time, I can speak about the relationship of, with Bartók and Kodai, yeah. and also we have to mention by the way, the wives of Bartók, so his first wife, Marta Sigler, who accompanied Bartók in his uh, in his, uh, for example, in this 1914 uh, field trip, and she also did field recordings, or the second wife, Ditha Pastori, who Supported him in his final years. Uh, okay, but before that, just let me translate roughly uh, uh, because I have a, in front of me a, a good uh, quote by Bartók uh, from his uh, writing uh, that a mirtish uh, hozan is So why and how folk music should be collected, or why and how should be collected folk music uh, from 1936. Uh, so uh, the ideal. A uh, folk music collector or ethnomusicologist must be true polyhistor. It's it exists in English. Yes? Oh, poly- polyhistor. Polyhistor. Yeah.
0: Poly-his-
1: po-
0: oh polyhistory? Polyhistor. I don't know what that is, but how do you spell it?
1: Okay. Poly okay, wait, a second, wait a second.
0: Polyester?
1: <laughs> no no not polyester, not the plastic. Uh
0: poly uh, History. Okay, I see it. Uh, okay. okay. Okay, I see it, and it means
1: uh, um,
0: uh, a polymath. So it yes, okay, so that's why I thought
1: polymath. That's Someone polymath, with a yeah, wide poly- range, poly- polymath,
0: wide okay. range knowledge or learning. By
1: the way, it's, I I I, I had to Google on that. It 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 exists in English. The polymath. Yes, master. it okay. does. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so the the ideal ethnomusicologist must be a true a, a, a real uh, poly, uh, history, polymath. Yes. yes. Uh, they uh, uh, because the ideal ethnomusicologist must possess. A linguistic and phonetical uh, lore, mm-hmm. uh, in order to uh, notice the 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 slightest slightest uh, uh, slightest uh, signs uh, and notice to transcribe the slightest signs of the of the local accent, for example.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the ethnomusicologist must be also a choreographer to yeah. uh, to to precisely describe. The relations between folk music and folk dance mm-hmm. uh, uh, only uh, uh, the musicologist also needs uh, deep lore and and uh, education on the folklore uh because only with this education it's it's possible to to uh to describe the mm-hmm. folk music uh, the relations between folk music and folk customs for example right. until the finest details
2: yep.
1: <laughs> That the musicologist must be a sociologist yes. as well, yes. uh, to uh, to control or, or to not to control to to, to, to find to find uh, all the all the social changes and social uh, uh, impacts which disturbed the collective life of a traditional community, mm-hmm. and then. When the ethnomusicologist would like to draw uh, final deductions, uh, the ethnomusic- then he needs uh, historical, he or she needs mm-hmm. historical and uh, uh, first of all local history of, of the of the local settlement, so historical uh, informations. Uh, if the ethnomusic- ethnomusicologist would like to compare. Uh, uh, folk music of other uh, other ethnicities with his or hers her own, uh, then ethnomusicologists must possess the knowledge of uh, foreign languages, and then above all, uh, it's, uh, in a, it's it's very important to to be a good uh, musician with good instinct, and good hearing, and good ear. Bartok uh, concludes that uh, kind of ethical uh, kind of collector like this. Uh, uh, who synthesizes as many uh, skills as I just listed, uh, 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 <laughs> simply cannot exist. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, so perhaps, perhaps uh, a completely satisfactory ethnic work can be done by one person. Right.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's a huge. And Bartok, thing. Yeah.
1: and Bartok always, uh, and, and uh, in 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 another writing, he demands. A, a very objective uh objective view mm-hmm. uh, that you know uh, he writes that you have to suspend your national uh impressions national feelings uh while you are working with uh infra-ethnic research yeah uh because 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 objectivity is, is is it's it's above all so for him it was completely and I think it's a it's a it's a very 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 bright example for all the ethnomusicologists, not only in Carpathian Basin, which is you know for for uh, for a long time uh, is tormented by ethnic conflicts, but to every ethnomusicologist all around the world.
0: Agreed, agreed. Uh, so, speaking of not doing it alone, a few last minutes, please show me on Bortok and Kodai.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's not a coincidence; they are always mentioned together. Mm-hmm. you know uh bartok and kodai kodai and bartok uh they are actually so you know uh to mention bartok as a pioneer of uh, hungarian ethnomusicology and only bartok it would be truly unjust mm-hmm. uh, for kodai uh, since they were they were uh, uh, together so uh, what we know and what and even even the revival actually what we know and what the knowledge we possess—it's—it's a its a—it's—it's uh, it's, uh, it's, founded entirely on these two uh, people's uh, 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 work, hmm. uh, tremendous work—and—and—and and, uh, and it's uh, its uh, ha, ha ha I don't know. So you know, after, after, uh, it, uh, by the end, it's—it's it's hard to say anything. Um, did they physically? No, so, try so they had they had very good relationship. Yeah. Sometimes they had uh, little conflict, but but uh, uh, I believe they could remain they could remain uh, close colleagues, close colleagues and friends. And and for us, I think uh, sometimes they had they had uh, debates uh, in certain questions, mm-hmm. but you know they are uh, for me. Uh, so for a for a for a humble humble. Uh, Person working with ethnomusicology or with folk music from the 21st century, it perhaps not our task to deem that in in a, in a particular co- uh, controversy or debate, which one had ha- has the right uh, and which one, uh, uh, which one which one which uh, one was right. Uh, anyway, so it's after all, it's not a coincidence they are mentioned together. So Bartok and Kodai, uh, they started uh to uh, to do this tremendous work to to collect the folk songs together and they supported each other in order to create uh this very meticulous and very very uh especially especially uh compared to these systems were truly pioneering systems so the 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 methodology and uh and this support and this this work together uh uh Mm -hmm. Did they
0: travel? Show Did they travel together on a lot of these field recordings?
1: They were travel there were, yes, yes. They did. They did. Uh, they did travels together as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And and these these works together and these these very very strong uh, connection between them as colleagues uh, uh, resulted. This wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, system and, and wonderful uh, discipline uh, we call uh, ethnomusicology, especially uh, Hungarian ethnomusicology, musicolo- comparative ethnomusicology, and I think all the, the, uh, these things are are truly useful and and uh, and truly. Uh, uh, Yes, useful and, and 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 efficient in order to 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 investigate the the historical cultural impacts, roots, relations of of uh, of the folk music in the Carpathian Basin and beyond.
0: Yeah, what's interesting is Kodai Kodai was born 1882, so just a year after Bartok, but he lived until 1967, so he had another you know 22 years of work. Um, so you know i mean i know he continued yeah, uh,
1: yeah. yes actually imagine that imagine what if barto would have that amount of yeah extra years yeah you know so uh, there are by the way uh, uh, a lot of lot of jeopardized projects barto uh, by barto he he of uh, not by borto of barto jeopardized projects of barto. So for example in 1914 uh, in his letters, he he just planned to visit Chango uh, uh, Hungarians in Moldova. but he couldn't go. He planned it to 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 the fall, and then uh, you know in uh, in the summer the first World War broke up, so so uh, he he never could go there. Uh, later in in Budapest uh, he he could record a few tunes from from uh, uh, singers and informants from Moldova.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, um, they do go together. And um, and and next time, uh, Shoma, like I say, we're gonna hook up a accordion on you, and we're going to talk some of some more bring these some of these examples to life, um, and and we're gonna talk about harmonies and melodies and and perhaps some more about these classifications. So everybody, um, uh, Shoma is gonna be back uh, with another masterclass series, and Shoma, thank you so much for uh, for all your. <laughs> Knowledge and expertise, and um, and you're and getting through this interview again in English. Well done.
1: Thank you, Ochi. Thank you, Uchi. It was it was actually quite a good ride, actually. Uh, mm. I, by the end, I, I just got a little bit tired, but. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, sorry, sorry for that.
0: No worries, uh, and so, I, I wish you the best per, of per, luck.
1: Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps we can we can make another other podcast for for, for uh, about Kodai. Yes. Because, you know, it was just, just a little put, bit missed from this, this I'll, entire I'll, image. I'll
0: yeah. put that on the list, Shomas. So on behalf of uh, Shoma Shalomon from Hungary and myself, uh, Kalman Magyar Uchi, thank you for tuning in and see you next time.